It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Ryan Fox. Well, good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. This is game time. Your first word in sports, Tom and Ryan. Ward with the day off today. Uh, he, uh, I don't know, what, I guess Wednesday, Thursday maybe? Who knows? He may take the whole week off. Uh, we don't know. I mean, Ward just kind of marches to the beat of a different drummer so he's he's out ryan how are you i'm good how are you tom i'm good ready to go uh, a lot of things to get to today as we get closer and closer to the Phillips 66 big 12 basketball tournament for both the men and the women so are you i'm a little more jazzed up for the tournament now than i was last week uh i, I think maybe there may be some things you need to get done uh, in the tournament, both on the men's side and the women's side, as you get ready for the NCAA tournament. I don't think there's any doubt, you know, that the men are going to be a two or a three. And I don't, you know, the, the women are probably not on that seven or eight line, somewhere in that neighborhood. But could you move up a little bit uh, if you're Nikki Collins' team? Maybe, you know. Uh, I just think you want to feel a little bit better about yourself going into the thing, going into the, to the, uh, the big dance. As you know, you're coming off a loss to West Virginia. The men are coming off a loss to Iowa State. And oh, by the way, they get Iowa State again. Isn't that, isn't that ironic how that works out? That might be a good thing. Good thing for the Baylor men. They still got that you know, bad taste in their mouth right out the right out the way, and they got a chance to immediately atone for it. Yeah, well, they get to play them for a third time. I the uh, Cyclones have won the first two, so uh, we'll see how that all works out. That that will be Thursday morning. At 11.30, our broadcast right here on ESPN at 11 a.m. The women will not play until Friday night at uh, Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City. That will be a 7.30 tip with a 7 o'clock broadcast. They're the sixth seed in the Big 12, and they're taking on the three-seed Iowa State. So both Baylor men and women tangling with the Cyclones uh, in this in this first round. So uh, there you go. So. I don't know. I, I I think they they both, you know, I, I'm with you. I think they, I, I don't know that there's a lot that they can get done, but I think they, they do want to, uh, they want to go play well, you know, and Scott Drew has said it before, if you're going to play, play to win. So, however, if they happen to lose a game in the Big 12 tournament, and have to come home, it's not the end of the world. It, it just isn't. I mean, and we've said that a million times, but I, I think if you're headed to KC, which, you know, obviously they are, go play well. And, and, you know, that's, I think, particularly coming off the game where they didn't play with a lot of energy. They're, they, you know, they, they didn't play with a sense of urgency. Uh, they shot 30-something percent, talking about the men. Uh so I, th- I think they obviously want to get back on the floor. For the women, I thought they played hard. They just couldn't stop, you know, the kid from uh, West Virginia. So they're going to go into the tournament o- o- on a loss as well. So we'll see we'll see how that affects them as they get ready for their Friday night uh, Friday night matchup. Uh, anything else going on in your world? You said you watched – what did you watch last night? I watched a little spring training baseball. The 
Pirates and the Yankees was on last night, so I caught some of that and watched a movie with my parents as well. So just a little bit, just a little bit of sports last night. So in that exhibition game, are they playing the regulars? Or are they playing a lot of young guys trying to figure out who's gonna? It was a little bit of a mix of both. Like for the Yankees, you saw you know their starters like Lemayhew and uh, uh, John Carlos Stanton took an at bat as well. They didn't play the whole game, of course, but. Yeah, you know, it was a mix of both. They got a lot of their young players in, especially in the on the pitching side for both teams as well. It, it was a it was a fun little game. Yankees won nine to two, uh, but it, it, it's just nice to. For me, it's we're getting back into the rhythm that it's almost baseball season. I love baseball. It's it was my first love, my one of my favorite sports, obviously. So I'm just excited for baseball to be back. And it's it's just around the corner. Speaking of which, on the program today, we will talk with Jeff Wilson from Rangers today. And uh, see what's going on with uh, with Texas. I think he is. Uh, is he is he back in in surprise? Uh, he will be traveling back tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, he was out there early, came home for a little bit. Now he's going back out. But uh, we'll uh, we'll get up to date on what's going on with Jeff and the uh, the Rangers. That'll be in our eight o'clock hour. We'll also visit with Cliff Carroll in the eight o'clock hour. He's the head coach of UMHV. I want to talk about that buzzer beater? Uh, just what that meant for the uh, for the basketball team and. You know, with those big highs, sometimes comes big lows. How does he get this team ready to go again in the Sweet 16? They got to travel. Uh, they're going to Virginia. So we'll talk to, to Cliff Carroll about that coming up at 8.30. And uh, a, a ton of college football and basketball to get to with Shehan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. Uh, I'm, I'm still curious where the Pac-12 is as far as a TV deal, right? It just doesn't look like anything's moving with them. And what is a deadline? I mean, if you're the if you're up if you're Arizona, are are you looking and going, okay, we've got to have something in place as a team, as a conference, by X date, or we really got to to lock in on something else. Yeah, it's been really, really quiet lately, especially on their side, but you know, You'd think they'd like to have something by at least by Pac-12 media days or around that time, like late summer. Or like, Oh, I uh, think it's spring. Yeah. I, I think it's – I personally think they've got to have something in, in place in the next two or three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't think this thing can linger on because it creates all that uncertainty. And then you start seeing, you know, your strength becomes a weakness now. And, and look – you know, the day that he took over, Brett Yormark said, what did he say? We're open for business? I think he meant it. <laughs> you know, so uh, and there's conversations out there that maybe even some of the the uh, the Pac-12 schools are back in conversations with the Big 12. You know, I, I don't – we'll talk to Shahan about it, but uh, it is interesting because – the one, the one thing you don't want to have happen, and I guarantee you they're all thinking about this, is you don't want to be left out in the cold. And so, you know, especially what they're calling the, the four-corner schools, I, I would think that they are probably, you know, looking hard to see what's, what's available. And obviously that ticks off the Pac-12. But where do they go? The SEC's got a deal, right? Got a good deal. Big Ten's done their deal. ACC's locked in until, you know, what is it, 2035 or something? Yeah. 
the Big 12 got their deal done ahead of the Pac-12, even though the Pac-12 started before them. Brett Yormark went and got it done with Fox and ESPN. Is there enough money in the in the kitty to take care of the Pac-12? I don't know because you remember last year with UCLA and USC announcing they're going to the Big Big Ten. You know that's a huge loss of that television market in Los Angeles, and that, that was a huge blow to the Pac-12. But I, if you're CBS, ESPN, Fox, whatever the case may be, how attractive is the Pac-12? without the Bruins and the Trojans and that L.A. TV market? I don't know if it's very attractive at all, to be honest. I mean, what's the biggest market you have after Los Angeles? Washington? Phoenix, maybe. Phoenix. Yeah. And, you know, are they secure? Are they locked in? Are they, you know, are they all looking at the Pac-12 office and saying, you know what, we're with you? No, of course not. Nobody, it, it doesn't work that way anymore. No. I mean, with with the potential revenue loss, it, it just doesn't work that way anymore. So we'll see. Uh, there, there, there's strength in your last TV contract. I mean, it's basically what it kind of gets down to. So we'll, we'll talk to Shehanji Araja about that. Rule changes, uh, conference basketball tournaments, all kinds of fun stuff coming up. We, we mentioned the Baylor women traveling to Kansas City, as well are the men. Uh, they, yesterday afternoon, you know, we went over the, uh, the Big 12 uh, all-conference awards yesterday uh, concerning you know, Baylor, Keontae George, freshman of the year, newcomer of the year. It, on the women's side, they released that yesterday afternoon, and Dariana Littlepage-Bugs uh, was the freshman of the year. Look, she's the conference player, of the uh, freshman player of the week. Newcomer of the week again. I think this is what her eighth or ninth time. Yeah, and I, didn't she set the freshman record for double doubles in a season? I think so. Man, uh, and, and just you know, plays big. I mean, just integral part of this team. Sarah Andrews was named to the All Big Twelve first team, and Caitlin Bickle landed a spot on the second squad, the uh, second team All Big Twelve team. So, uh, congratulations to those players for uh, for their uh, individual honors as the. Uh, Baylor women get ready for the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament as the sixth seed, again, taking on the three-seed Iowa State. That'll be Friday night, 7.30 at Municipal Auditorium. We'll have the broadcast on our sister station, 104.9, 7 o'clock for the pregame with Derek and Sophia, 7.30 for the tip. So there you go. Uh, We begin an incredibly busy week this week with uh, baseball tonight as – Mitch Thompson and the Bears take on Dallas Baptist. That will be a 6.30 broad, uh, first pitch. Our broadcast will begin at 6.15. Look forward to that. Uh, we'll have um, Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd on the call beginning at 6.15, 6.30 first pitch for, uh, for that broadcast. Look forward to that. Uh, Baylor at 4 and 8 and DBU at 7 and 4. Uh, coming off three losses to Southern Miss on the road in Hattiesburg. So you know that they're going to be a little scrappy and a little hungry. And uh, Mitch Thompson's team coming off a win on Sunday, they want to keep it rolling at home. I think this they're in the midst of, what, 12 or 13 straight at home. Uh, so they want to get it done while they're at home and, and kind of get the, kind of get things rolling as they get ready to uh, for this really, really long homestand. So uh, it'll be fun. 6.30 tonight if you want to get out to the – it should be great weather too. 
I mean, what do we got right now? 66 degrees. I think we're going to be in the low to mid-80s today. So it should be a great day to get out to the ballpark and watch Baylor and Dallas Baptist. So uh, there you go. That's what we got for you on the program. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Tom and Ryan warded with the day off. And, of course, you can always join us if you like. Our uh, CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. Let me give you that number again, 254-662-1660. Anything that uh, you want to jump in and talk about on the CNC Collision Center text line, it's there for you. Uh, maybe we forgot something. Maybe you just feel like, hey, that, that ain't right. That's that's wrong. <laughs> uh, let me tell those guys how it is. We'd love to hear from you. Get your opinions on anything that's going on in the wide world of sports as well. So uh, that's the program for you here. Uh, on this spring break, it, it's you live up in the Whitney area. Are they on spring break as well, or uh, are they waiting until next week? Next week. Okay, next so next week. week. Uh, but we got most of McLennan County is on spring break, so uh, it's just not as hectic out in the mornings <laughs> running around. People with uh, I, I know several people that are on vacations. Mm. Uh, they're either snow skiing, which I gave up for Lent. Uh, <laughs> what I did. I did. Uh, and so I, I know several people that are on cruises. Spring man. break. Did, I'm going to tell you, man, when I was a kid, there was no such thing as spring break. Y'all didn't have a week off for spring? No. Oh, wow. Really? No. Well, so We got a couple of days off at Easter, man. Okay. That's about it. You know, yeah. you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you went back to school. We didn't take a week off in the middle of spring, but we didn't go to school till the till the end of June either, you know. In the May, you're out. That's kind of how we rolled. Yeah, it, it seemed it was different. Whenever I went to school in Whitney, usually we would be done early, like third week of May, we'd be out, and yeah. then and then we would start the third week of August. So we got like a no, full, no, 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 no. School yeah. starts the school starts the day after Labor Day. It never. I think that the only Tuesday after Labor Day, I, you I, go to school. I think it only started after Labor Day once in my. All 12 years of grade school, I think I only started in September once. Does anybody start after Labor Day anymore? Some people I, start in the middle of August now, aren't they? I don't know. I think the the only different schedules are those schools that do the year-round school uh-huh. schedules. I don't know. I, I know everything changes, but look, we didn't take you know, all those, you know, we didn't take a spring break and all that there, stuff. There's so. some schools that take a fall break. Like before Thanksgiving, they have a week off before that. We never <laughs> had that. And then Christmas? Yeah, and then Thanksgiving. They don't get a full week because of that. They get a full oh. week for fall, a couple days, like three days for Thanksgiving, then the full two weeks for Christmas, and then the full week for spring that's, break. That's crazy, man. Golly. Boy, it's cool change. All right, 7-14, 14 minutes after 7. This is game time here on a Tuesday morning from ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor basketball. Recently on the John Moore Show. The Baylor men will be a four seed taking on five seed. Oh, look, it's Iowa State again coming up in their tournament opener on Thursday. You know what? I love that. I think that's great. Iowa State beat Baylor twice during the regular season. I love having another crack at them. The voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com. Ready to score? Switch checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union. It's a full court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Everything. Hi, everybody. It's Jimmy with Advanced House Leveling. I just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades. And I'm the funny, goofy dude on the radio, but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious. Nothing's funny about a foundation problem. If you do have a problem, give us a call, 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com, and we'll do our best to protect your house. And once again, thanks, y'all. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. It's time to answer more listener questions. Today's note comes from Josh, and Josh writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my wife? I bought a new truck, which I love, and I love to show it off on Saturdays when we take the kids to the soccer games. But here's the problem. My wife keeps nagging me to put a cover on that truck bed. She calls it naked, accuses me of embarrassing her in front of all the children and other moms. But I don't want to cut into my hunting budget and spend too much on a bed cover. What can I do? Dear Josh, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 or 20% off. And it will keep your hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take a detour down Lake Erie Drive and pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service. Good feet and advanced foundation repair. It is 719. Good morning, good morning, good morning on a Tuesday. This is game time with Tom and Ryan. Again, Ward with the day off today. Uh, did you see yesterday? What, what, well, first of all, today at what, 3 o'clock is the deadline for 
NFL teams to use the franchise tag if they so choose. Correct. Three central. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that the negotiations, when they do place the tag on a player, continues. I mean, it, it, it will continue to see if they can get a deal done. But, you know, uh, anyway, the Cowboys elected to tag Tony Pollard. Franchise tag. So Tony Pollard's going to make about, if they don't get a deal done, he's going to make about $10.1 million. That's not for one year. That's not chopped liver. That's no. Pretty good stuff. Were you surprised that the Cowboys elected to go that direction? No. Uh, I yeah, I thought there was a slight possibility that they would go defensive, whether it was like Donovan Wilson or Leighton Van Der Esch, one of those guys. But no, I'm not I'm not surprised that they, they chose Tony Pollard. But the question that comes up now is, what does that leave for Zeke? Does that mean the Cowboys are going to draft a running back? Where does this leave them? And Malik. Oh, I mean, yeah, Malik Davis as well. So you've you've got several questions. Uh, I don't know. I have no inside information, but yeah. it, it just feels to me like the Cowboys kind of pushed their chips all in on Tony Pollard. You know, because there's a lot of questions there, but, well, he's got the broke leg, and, and, and so is he going to, you know, I would never, you know, I, I heard a lot of people, I would never give him the tag until I know that he's 100%. You won't know that until spring training. Surely they know something we don't. If they're going to go ahead and guarantee ten million dollars to a guy that broke his leg in the last game of the season, they got to know or 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 ninety nine point nine percent sure that he's going to be fully ready to go when spring training. I mean, when fall camp rolls around, summer camp rolls around, and they go to California. Got to believe that. I mean, I just can't. Would you roll the dice? Would you say, okay, let's go ahead and franchise tag him and let's hope that he's ready to go? And I know that they used the wide receiver from a year ago as an example as not being prepared, but I just can't imagine with your running back that you would do that. Yeah, I mean, they, they got to, like you said, they got to have at least have like a 99% certainty that he will be ready to go by training camp in Oxnard, but I don't know. Uh, that I, is that is a question. Yeah. I mean – I just, I just don't, I just don't know if I would place a tag on someone unless I knew for certain, which leads me to believe that they are more than confident that he'll be ready to go. Yeah, thousand over a thousand yards rushing last year, uh, nearly four hundred yards in receiving yards, sixty-five, seventy more carries than a year ago, something like that. I mean, his productivity all across the board was up. So, and look. How many guys are faster than this dude? I mean, he can fly. And his big play potential, he was number one in the league in 20-plus yard carries. I mean, he if he finds a little crease, he, he's going to hit the hole and go. I mean, he's he just has that explosiveness that Zeke used to have, but he just doesn't have it anymore. That's what, that's what, bring, that's what Tony Pollard brings to the table. He's just so explosive. Would you have done it? Let's just throw it out there for the, for the folks on the CNC Collision Center text line. Is he your guy? Is he the guy you want? 254-662-1660 the C&C Collision Center text line. Cowboy fans, are you glad that the Cowboys are putting the, the tag on, on Tony Pollard? Would you have saved it? Would you have gone a different direction? What about Zeke? I think he's gone. I do too. Unless he plays for a significant pay cut. Uh, I, I think he's gone. Do they draft a running back? I don't think so. Not early, anyway. Yes, maybe maybe late to to com, to compete with Malik Davis for that three spot. 
I don't think they go running back early. Just I don't see it. But so there's a lot of questions when it comes to the Cowboys and what they're doing, but they've elected to go with Tony Pollard. And it sounds to me like he's he's the guy. You know, it was Zeke with, you know, we spotted Pollard here and we spotted Pollard there. Uh, then last year they kind of split the time. I, I think this is clearly a changing of the guard at running back. I think so. And I think you know, there is that three or four game period where where Zeke was out with an injury mm-hmm. and then Tony Pollard was the feature back. I thought he carried the load just fine. He, he did. He had a great game against Los Angeles and Chicago. I mean, these aren't great teams, obviously, but he, he proved that he was able to carry the load as a running back. And I, I think he did a great job as the premier back, even though it was only for three or four games. And even the games where Zeke was healthy and in the game, I think he made a significant impact. There's there's this there's this belief that that Tony Pollard is is a small guy, that he can't handle a heavy workload, that he's great to the outside, but he's he's just not very good going up between the tackles. Uh, sorry, I I don't believe that. I think the guy can can ha- handle a heavy workload. I think he's what 210, 215, something like that. Uh you know, he he's he's not 240. He's not fullback size, but I think Tony Pollard's got to be in that 210, 215 range, something like yeah, that. He's 6 foot 212. Okay, there you go. So he's not he's you know, he's not a 165 pound running yeah. back. I mean, this guy could he's and he's strong and he is fast. He's explosive. So yeah, he can handle it. Now, does he get to the edge? And when he gets to the edge, does he? Is he good? He certainly is. He's fast. He's got great. He's got a great second gear. But can he run up between the tackles? Sure, he can. He he proved it last year. I I'm okay with this. I mean, and I know that there was a lot of talk about Bijan out of Texas. You know, uh, would he be there for the Cowboys when they draft and? You know, is that the guy they want to go get? You know, I think they made. I think they made it real clear that their their feature back is going to be Tony Pollard. Would you put a tag on a second string player? No, I don't think so either. I mean, if Zeke's going to be your guy again, and I know what Jerry Jones says, oh, they're still plenty in the tank. Is there? No. What you saw a year ago, and again, it's just subjective. It's just an opinion. What you saw a year ago, is there plenty in the tank? I just don't think there's much there. There's not much there. And, again, that's just that's just a natural progression for a running back. There's not many running backs that can be that durable for such a long time because they take so many hits. And Zeke's a prime example of that. I mean, his, his legs, he's just not as fast, and he you know can't take as many hits and just can't carry the workload like he used to. And that's just that's natural for a running back. There's – very few running backs that are that durable for a long time. And Adrian Peterson is a great example of that. So that will uh, – the Cowboys have made their decision. Now, I, I guess you saw this, that uh, Derek Carr did a deal. Were you a little surprised by that, that it was the Saints? Uh, I wouldn't say surprised. I know he visited them. He he was – that was among one of the teams that he visited. So and it's a team that really needed a quarterback. They ha- They've really struggled to find a key – you know, guy to lead the team at quarterback since Drew Brees retired. And I, I'm not saying Derek Carr is Drew Brees or anything, but I think he I think he brings some solidity to the and some a veteran presence to this Saints offense. I think it'll help them. Is he worth four years, hundred and eighty million, whatever they're paying him? I don't think so. 
but I, I think he'll bring some stability. It's the price of doing business, isn't it? That's, it's the precedent. Like, if, if, if you're a quarterback in the NFL, a, a starter for such a long time, you, you probably can't sign him unless you put nine figures on the table. Derek Carr gets a deal. So the Jets are still looking, I guess. Uh, Gino gets a deal done in Seattle, so he's squared away there. Still leaves the Jets looking around. Uh, looks like they may tag Lamar in Baltimore and then try to get a deal done. That's a joke. I mean, they've been trying to get a deal done, what, for two years? Two or three years. Yeah. I mean, either you do or you don't. I mean, they both have kind of dug their heels in, haven't they? They've been button heads. And Lamar Jackson, he wants – the thing with – he wants all the guaranteed money, like the like the same amount that Deshaun Watson got, which was over $100 million and Which was stupid. Very stupid. And – and the Ravens are like, no, we're not doing that. That's why they're trying to butt heads because they want to give Lamar the long-term deal, but they don't want to give them all the guaranteed money that Lamar wants. So that's just that's been the big thing with what they've been fighting about. So you're, you're down to – it looks like Lamar's going to get the tag today unless something miraculous happens. Uh, where does Jimmy G end up? I'm a Jimmy G fan. I, I am as well. I mean, I know he's had some – some injuries over the last couple of years. He just finds a way to win some football games, and it may not always be pretty. He's a, he's good. But who cares general. as long as you win? Yeah. And he wins football games. Is he somebody you want? Why hasn't he gotten a deal done? And then, of course, that leaves that leaves Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> the, the Dark Prince. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. What do we do there? Does he... You know, does is there a trade in the works? Is you know, he's not retiring. We know that. No. Uh there's too much money on the table, regardless of his decision. Yeah, and reg- where? Yeah, exactly. I just have a. It just seems to me this is a big to do about nothing, kind of like last year. Last two years. <laughs> yeah, I think I think when when September rolls around and they put the football on the tee for the first game, he's going to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, it, which leaves the Jets going, huh? What? What do we do now? Because again, they they I don't know if they missed out on the Derek Carr sweepstakes, but they didn't get it done. And you know, are they holding their breath that Aaron Rodgers ends up in a Jets uniform? Maybe, but if he doesn't, then what do they do? I don't know. So, uh, still plenty to do this off season when it comes to these uh, these contracts and and where things go. It's interesting, NFL is. NFL is a year-round conversation. It, it didn't always – it wasn't always like that, but it is now. The, the way that they've structured things, and it's brilliant. I mean, we we talk about it year-round. Here it is, March, and March Madness coming up, and we're talking about starting quarterbacks and running backs getting franchise tagged. And You watch at 3 o'clock today, there will be a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of movement, a lot of stuff going on with the franchise tag deadline coming up at 3 today. All right, uh, we're going to switch gears. We are going to talk some college football and some college basketball. Shehan Jayaraja, CBSSports.com, next on Game Time. Baylor women's basketball with Sophia Young-Malcolm and Derek Smith on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women open play in the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City Friday against Iowa State. 7 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 7.30 tip-off Friday from Kansas City. Tune in to Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM.
Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Crawfish for Casa 2023 is fast approaching. Crawfish for Casa is a community-wide crawfish bowl that showcases music from the 80s hot cover band, The Spasmatics. There will be a silent option. All the crawfish you can eat are chicken gumbo, all the beverages you can drink, and all the dancing you can physically handle. All proceeds go towards strengthening and supporting abused and neglected children in our community. It promises to be a night you won't soon forget. Purchase your tickets now at casaforeverychild.org. Crawfish for Casa, March 31st at the base Extraco Event Center. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. According to the latest JUCO National Softball Poll, MCC has the seventh best team in the nation. Unfortunately, they are only the third best in Texas behind number one Grayson and number four Odessa. McLennan Highlanders went toe-to-toe with San Jacinto for 10 innings before losing 9-8. The Highlanders are now 8-1 in one-run games this season, and that's their first extra innings loss. Baylor baseball is at home tonight hosting Dallas Baptist. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN reports that running back Tony Pollard has received the Cowboys franchise tag. He rushed for over 1,000 yards this past season for the first time in his career. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, 734, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ryan Ward with the day off, and we are joined now by Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, good morning. How are we this morning? Not too bad. Thanks for having me. You know, I was just thinking about this. It seems like yesterday football was ending, and now we're talking spring football, and I guess the excitement level kind of cranks back up for, for more college football conversation. No doubt. And, you know, the fun part about college football is that it's ever-changing. 
right? I mean, last year we obviously had so many star quarterbacks, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Well, now we're having conversations about who's going to replace those guys, and we're finally getting to see some of these top recruits that maybe we talked about a year or two ago kind of uh, push their way into the conversation. So it's a fun time of year. Anything is possible at this point, and uh, and I think that that's always a fun place to be as a fan. Well, well let's start with with the with a quarterback conversation down in Austin. Uh, I guess spring football is underway. Is there a true competition between yours and Manning? So I think that the best way to think of this is, look, anybody I think uh, at Texas right now has the ability to lose their job. I think that, uh, you know, when you look at what Texas has been the past two years, nobody deserves to just be slotted in without any questions, especially since B. John Robinson is gone. So from that perspective, I do think that Steve Sarkeesian is going to open the door for Arch Manning and also Malik Murphy, the, the second-year quarterback, to come in and push Quinn Ewers. Now, at the same time, I don't think that Quinn Ewers is in any serious danger of losing the job, but but I do think that uh, that it is notable that Steve Sarkeesian kind of said, look, you know, we want guys to push each other. We want there to be true competition. So I, I don't expect there to be much competition in terms of uh, I, I expect Ewers to win the job pretty easily, but I do think that having Arch Manning there will help push Ewers and hopefully uh, help find his best all right let's uh let's talk about uh here we go let's talk about the pac-12 what where is the pac-12 kind of give me a state of the union on the pac-12 the way you see it yeah well i think that at this moment uh you know the pac-12 doesn't have much incentive to break up right i, I think that right now obviously they're in the midst of negotiations but everybody who's in that conference right now would rather be in that conference than make another decision. But that will change if the money is as bad as, as some people fear, right? I mean, obviously, the Big 12 signed a contract that is projected to pay them upwards of $31 million per year for just television rights. And, and I think the Pac-12 has to at least get in the neighborhood of that. If it's, if it's in the neighborhood, if it's more than $25 million, let's say, I, I think that everybody would rather stay together than otherwise. But the issue becomes if it does become something in the $20 million range, if it does become something where very few of their games are on linear television or on major networks, I think that becomes an existential issue. Now, again, at this point, the Big Ten doesn't seem to have any interest in letting in Washington and Oregon, and I do think that that means that at least for the time being, uh, you know, these schools are going to stick together. But look, here's the thing. If one or two of those four corner schools eventually decide to make a decision to jump into the Big 12 and, and kind of cling on to that life raft, I think that everything could fall apart pretty quickly. So it's a tenuous relationship right now. If I had to guess, I think the Pac-12 gets just enough money to stick together for the time being. But uh, it's certainly, I think, reaching crunch time for George Kliyevkov. Uh, Brett Yormark, when he, when he, the day he took this job, said, hey, we're open for business, and <laughs> I believe him. Uh, are there offers on the table? For the four corner schools, we're talking about, by the way, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Do, is there is there an offer on the table, an open-end offer, or is it just conversation? I think right now, uh, you know, nobody's making an official move, but I think that there's an understanding from those four corner schools that if a move wants to be made, that that opportunity will be there for them. I, I don't think, you know, because look, there's there's a formal way that this sort of thing happens. Nothing formal has happened at this point. Uh, so, so if you want to kind of frame it that way, it is just conversations at this point. But I think that especially the Arizona schools in Utah understand 
that if they want to leave, uh, and especially if they can convince maybe one of those other schools to go as well, there's going to be a lot of interest from the Big 12 in adding them. Now, again, you know, we, we don't necessarily know how this process is ultimately going to, to wind down. I mean, certainly, I think Oregon and Washington are the two schools that are most interesting to watch because they have expressed very little interest in joining the Big 12, which when you look at them geographically, it makes a lot of sense why they wouldn't. Uh, but but again, you know, they might be up a creek without a paddle if the Big Ten doesn't want to invite them. So, uh, so I think that there's sort of an open-ended uh, sort of conversation to be had for these four schools. And based on reporting that we've seen and read, uh, it, it seems like that kind of decision could come within the next month. We're, we're visiting with Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com talking about the, the Big 12 and the Pac-12 and, and where we're headed in college football Shayhan, just uh, again, just your gut uh, with with Deion Sanders now the head coach at Colorado and the excitement and the energy that he has brought. Does that make Colorado more attractive to to the Big Twelve? I think it does from the perspective of investment, because one thing that we've seen over the last ten years is that Colorado has has basically defaulted on a football program for the last 10 years. They've only made uh, in the in non-pandemic season, they've only made one bowl game that was back in 2016 under Mike McIntyre. Otherwise it's been a string of not even mediocrity of poor performance. And so I, I think that more than just bringing in Deion Sanders and all the attention that he brings, I, I think that a commitment to investing into building, you know, what I think is a pretty impressive staff, over at Colorado, including a former head coach in Sean Lewis and a former Alabama coordinator in Charles Kelly. I think that that level of investment is probably the more important thing for the Big 12 to see because the reality is when you look at the Big 12 right now, when you look at the 12 schools coming in, mm-hmm. from top to bottom, these are schools that invest, that are serious about athletics, that are serious about football, that are serious about basketball. There, there are no weak links right now. And so I think that Colorado needs to prove that they can be that uh, long-term for the Big 12 to take interest. And I think a big part of the investment is trying to signal to the rest of college football that, hey, Colorado is still a program that wants to take athletics seriously. So uh, I think Deion Sanders will help a lot. Obviously, we'll have to kind of wait and see whether it takes time for it to come along. Is there, from from the school's perspective, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, and, and really the entire Pac-12 from that perspective – is there a, a kind of a deadline, hey, we've got to have a deal done by by the end of March or the 1st of April or, or, or June or whatever the case may be? Do they have kind of a deadline before they really get serious about doing something dramatic? Yeah, yeah, I think that it does end up being March. I think by the end of March, we're going to at least have more clarity over what's going to happen because people within the Pac-12 – have been pushing for a deal to be reached by March. Because again, you know, we're only about a year away from the Pac-12 contract expiring. And by the way, at this moment, there is no deal. So if, you know, if we get to 2024 in the same situation that we're in right now, the Pac-12 at this moment has zero television contract of any type. And so, you know, obviously the network and whoever else, streamers, whatever, they need time to uh, to kind of prepare themselves in order to broadcast. So I, I think that people within the Pac-12 want an answer by the end of March, at least some clarity over whether a deal is imminent. And if not, I do think that uh, people might get wandering eyes. The, the uh, We're going to switch gears now and talk, talk about the rules. Do you really believe that these rule changes that are forthcoming 
are about player safety, fewer snaps, or is this about shortening games in in, in moving things along, or, or is it a combination of both? Yeah, I, I think it is a, a little bit of both, but it is primarily about shortening games. I think that we have reached a point right now where college football games are just a completely different product than than other football games, right? I mean, you know, one thing that I, I keep coming back to is, <laughs> funnily enough, we, we had some bad planning, but I had to watch the Super Bowl on a plane on the way back from New York, just from a trip. And it kind of blew my mind for even that game, how quick it went uh, just in terms of uh, the production. And this is, this is the most commercial event that we have in America. And it still went faster than most college football games. And so I think that there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who I think feel like these games stretch on too long. Obviously, look, you know, nobody's going to complain about a really high-quality national championship-type game going on for more than three and a half hours. But the average football game is starting to creep towards three and a half, four hours at this point. And so I do think that there is interest uh, from networks, I think, you know, who want, obviously, these games to stay within the windows that they've preordained. There's also, I think, interest from fans who don't want to just have to sit there and watch a whole lot of nothing happening as well. So I do think that it's going to help. I do think that it is built around making games shorter. I, I am relatively skeptical, like you kind of said, that that player safety is really that big of a concern for uh, for college football right now. But but certainly, you know, I, I do think that that there's a lot of stakeholders involved who would like games to be just a little bit shorter. All right, uh, let, let's switch gears, talk college basketball. Uh, this is conference uh, tournament time. As uh, well for the Big 12, it's the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament in Kansas City beginning uh, tomorrow uh, on the men's side. When you look at these top teams, the Kansas, the Kansas States, the Texas, the Baylors, is this an important event? And if so, why? I don't think that it's especially important at this point, just because the Big 12 already has so much to show for it. Uh, you know, obviously, like you mentioned, so many teams that are in the top 10 or 15, so many teams that are going to be top four seeds in the NCAA tournament. Uh, really, when you talk about teams that have to play their way in, I mean, you're going all the way down to like the eight seed Oklahoma State and, and the, you know, whether Texas Tech can maybe find a miracle to get their way in. So, I mean, the, the Big 12 quality teams already have their, their fate set in a lot of ways. I mean, Baylor could lose their first game of the weekend, and I don't really think it ends up impacting their standing too much when you look at it from a net rating perspective or from, from a ranking perspective. So I, I don't think it's especially important. Now, at the same time, I, I do think that there is a prestige to this event. If you're Baylor and you go and win the thing, then yeah, I think you move your way up the line as well. So there's some stakes for these top teams, but really not very much compared to previous years, just because the depth of this conference right now is so good that I think that people don't really question how good these teams are at the top. Let's talk about the situation in Lubbock for just a second. Uh, Mark Adams suspended by Kirby Hocutt. Uh, where do you see this going? Is is there a is there a positive in for Mark Adams, or is it is it going to be a difficult situation for him? Yeah, well, it's it's such an interesting situation, right? Because uh, obviously, you know, there are these allegations of, of what he said. There's also been some frustration with him personally behind the scenes from fans, from from people in the program. Uh, you know, one thing that's come out in reporting is that a lot of players don't want to play for Mark Adams anymore. And whether that has to do with just the comments or just kind of how he is and who he is, it's kind of hard to answer that question and, and get real clarity about that. I think, you know, after this past season, I think that there's a lot of frustrated fans 
in Lubbock, Texas, and a lot of powerful people who are also real frustrated as well with them. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go as far as saying that this is a little bit of an excuse to maybe get somebody who they don't want out the door. But I think that it might accomplish that speed. It's, it's hard for me to see Mark Adams coming back from this, not just from the perspective of what he did, but also from the perspective of how many people don't want to see him back. All right, Shay Hano, I appreciate it. Uh, what, what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah, so I just put out a story yesterday that's actually kind of breaking down the first spring of the, the era at Colorado. I also have a story up kind of uh, comparing and contrasting Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning and maybe what people should look for this spring and, and also why I think that Quinn Ewers really isn't in danger of losing his job. So you can check both of those out at CBSSports.com. As always, it is a pleasure. Great visiting with you, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good day. That is Shayhan Jayaraja, CBSSports.com. Great insight. You know, and he uses his uh, – well, he uses all of those guys that, you know, that they network together on that site. And I don't know if you've ever been there, cbsports.com. It is a great site. So uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get a lot. If you especially go to the college section, there's some great stuff there. All right, uh, 748. We're a dozen minutes away from 8 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, your first word in sports. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. And we are brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts. Hey, guys. It's kind of in that uh, that that part of the year where really there's not a ton going on. Maybe you have a, a birthday coming up or an anniversary coming up or something to that effect. Or, or, you know, this would be a great time just to go get that gift just because. If you walked in with a just because gift, and she says, what's this for? And you say, just because. man, And that's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to do. And boy, you are going to uh, you're going to earn some points there. Do that, and if you're saying, "Well, I don't know what to go get," well, let me help you. Morrison's Gifts—they've been doing business since 1979. They're Waco's gift store headquarters, and they're located uh, in the Brazos Square Shopping Center, right down from Jason's Deli. Uh, they have moved a couple of doors down for a for a bigger location, give you more variety and more products to choose from. But yeah, they've got all kinds of stuff. They got candles. They've got uh, they've got uh, John Hart leather goods. They got Consuela purses and bags. They've got candles and jewelry, and oh, the list goes on and on and on. And and man, they they'll help you pick it out. They'll gift wrap it for you and take great care of you there at Morrison's Gifts. Again, they've been doing business since 1979. They're a Baylor alumni-owned business. And again, 4308 West Waco Drive. Go by and see Sally, Mark, and all the fine folks at Morrison's Gifts in the Brass Square Shopping Center. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, March 16th, and hear from equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell and men's golf coach Mike McGraw. That's Thursday, March 16th from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. 
make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 1045 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead. Stop by and get your burger today. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. According to the latest JUCO National Softball Poll, MCC has the seventh best team in the nation. Unfortunately, they are only the third best in Texas behind number one Grayson and number four Odessa. McLennan Highlanders went toe-to-toe with San Jacinto for 10 innings before losing 9-8. The Highlanders are now 8-1 in one-run games this season, and that's their first extra innings loss. Baylor baseball is at home tonight, hosting Dallas Baptist. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN reports that running back Tony Pollard has received the Cowboys franchise tag. He rushed for over 1,000 yards this past season for the first time in his career. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Did you know that on this day in 1996, Magic Johnson recorded his 10,000th career assist, becoming the second player in NBA history to do so, and he's one of one of seven players all time to record 10,000 assists. Man, what a player. What a player. Want to take a crack at any of the six players that... No, I don't. You got LeBron James. Yeah. Magic Johnson, of course. Chris Paul. Mark Jackson. Steve Nash. Jason Kidd. And John Stockton. Uh, you were, yeah, Stockton yeah. to Malone. Stockton to Malone. Stockton to Malone. Only happened 15,000 times Yeah, exactly. There, so. Uh, yes, Magic Johnson, 10,000th career assist recorded on this day. Also, 
I didn't know this until yesterday, and we were talking about it. Franco Harris and Lynn Swan share a birthday today. How about that? What are the odds of that? They played together. They combined for four Super Bowl wins. Stop it. I don't care. Stop it. I don't care. Two Super Bowl MVPs. They won them back-to-back, 74 and 75. Two NFL All-First teams. They cheated. 12 Pro Bowls. They cheated. Lynn Swan, man. Mark Washington, how did he catch that ball over you? How? Anyway, move on, move on. (laughs) I was in a good mood. Move on. Then today, also on this day in 1960, Joe Carter was born. He turned 63 today, the former Blue Jay, two-time World Series champion, one of nine players in MLB history to hit a walk-off for a World Series win. He did in 1993 with that walk-off for the Blue Jays. At home. At home. And it was touch them all, Joe. Yep. And then also the first player to ever do it in 1924, Earl McNeely for the Senators, Bing Miller for the Athletics did it in 1929. Philadelphia Athletics? Yes. All right, there you go. Goose Goslin in 1935 did it for the Tigers. Billy Martin in 53 for the Yankees. Did he really? He did it for the Yankees in 53. Bill Mazeroski in 1960 for the Pirates. Yeah. Gene Larkin in 1991 for the Twins. And, of course, Joe Carter in 93. Edgar Renteria did it in 97 for the Marlins. Huh. And then the last walk-off. Think about that. The Florida Marlins have a world championship, but the Rangers don't. Just think. let that one sink in. Now my day is ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Then the last person to ever do it in 2001 when Luis Gonzalez did it for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Think about that one. Expansion Arizona Diamondbacks. (sighs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Good. All right. 756, there you go. That's uh, today in history, or what? what is it? Did you know? Did you know? Yeah. I knew all that. All right, 756, <laughs> this is game time. Here's John. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody's have a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Big 12 honors for Baylor men's and women's basketball and Baylor baseball back on the field tonight at Baylor Ballpark. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Truck Month, shop the greatest selection of new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks have all the quality for work or play. With impressive towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, smooth ride, and a luxury feel interior design. If you're looking for a truck that can do it all, come see the possibilities of a Ram truck. And if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams. Shop AllenSamuelsDCJ.com or come in to see us today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFE tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. 
And welcome back. The regular season has come to an end for Baylor men's and women's basketball. Big 12 tournaments beginning later this week in Kansas City. Postseason awards have been announced over the last couple of days. Congratulations to Baylor men's freshman guard Keontae George, named the Big 12 Freshman of the Year. Senior Adam Flagler, a unanimous choice for first team All-Big 12. L.J. Cryer, third team All-Big 12 for the season. On the women's side, Dariana Little-Page-Bugs named yesterday the Big 12 Freshman of the Week for the eighth time this season. No surprise, she is the Big 12's Freshman of the Year. And guard Sarah Andrews, first team, all Big 12. Both the Baylor men and women open tournament play in Kansas City later this week. Baylor softball leaving town today. They're headed for California. They'll play a tournament in Long Beach beginning on Wednesday, opening against Cal State Fullerton. And Baylor baseball back in action tonight at Baylor Ballpark, continuing that 14-game homestand, hosting Dallas Baptist. Baylor features one of the top freshmen in the Big 12 and nationally in infielder Colby Branch. He's the Bears' leading hitter and 12 games into his freshman season, he has a 12-game on-base streak. Here is Baylor assistant coach Jim Blair. Well, if you haven't uh, if you haven't been out to the ballpark to watch us play this year, I think he is worth the price of admission by himself. Um, he's a very exciting player, ultra competitive. Um, you know where he's at right now as a freshman. Just his level of competitiveness and knowledge of the game and his ability to execute, he's, he's very exciting to watch. Uh, I enjoy watching him play. You know, even as a coach, you're kind of sitting there watching, you know, um, the fundamentals of the game and kind of how the team's executing. Uh, he's really easy just to sit back and kind of watch him go about his business. It's actually been really impressive what he's done so far. That's Baylor assistant coach Jim Blair talking about freshman infielder Colby Branch hitting 333 on the season. The Bears versus Dallas Baptist tonight on the air at 615. First pitch at 630 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then they'll host a three-game series against Mercer this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's just after 8 o'clock. Welcome back to game time. It's hour two of the program. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Tom and Ryan Ward with the day off, and we welcome into the program from Rangers today, Jeff Wilson. Jeff, good morning. How are we on this beautiful Tuesday? Uh, we're doing good. Yeah, and you're right. It's a nice being day out there. Let's uh, let's get back into these uh, into the Rangers. Is there somebody in camp that's kind of jumped off the page that maybe you didn't expect to jump off the page and really has a legitimate chance to be on this opening day roster that you didn't anticipate? Uh, you know, there, there, there weren't a lot of spots to begin with, but I, I think that if, if you're going to look, I'd look at uh, a, a reliever named Chase Lee, a um, little right-handed guy. Um, he, he didn't even make the, his college team out of, uh, he went to Alabama. He didn't even make his team as a, as a freshman. He walked on and they told him, they told him to come back. He had no college offers. He's pitching really well. And the thing that stands out about him is that he's like a sidearm guy. He's not quite as low as, as a Darren O'Day, but it's definitely different, but he throws a lot of strikes. 
Uh, he's been getting a lot of outs. He's got a cool, calm demeanor about him. And if you kind of look back at, at Mike Maddox pitching staffs over the years, they've always had a guy like him, kind of a change of pace guy, you know, instead of these guys who all come in and throw 95 and 98 and, and, and hammer you with, with power, <clears throat> this guy's going to come in and, and really he's going to a get outs, but he's, it's just going to be different. It's going to, it's going to throw hitters off. So I, I, I would say chase Lee is my current dark horse to make the opening day roster. Uh, what, what does Will Smith bring to this rotation? I know he brings a veteran presence, but what, will he make an immediate impact for the Rangers going forward? Yeah, he, he will. He's, he's just, he's, he's a, you know, he's a veteran and, and the Rangers really didn't have that in the bullpen. You know, Jose Leclerc is the, the veteran and he's, he, I don't even know if he's 30 yet. So you've got, you've got a, a guy who won a world series just two years ago in Smith. And he was, he was the Braves closer during that whole, that whole stretch. So, um, you know, Bruce Bochy knows him. He pitched for Bochy in, in San Francisco. Um, so I, I really think that's that's the the big the big thing, and I thought that was the missing element with the bullpen was it was a veteran guy, and um, you know I think Smith I think the price finally got right, and um, the situation it was March and Will Smith needed a team to pitch for, and it, it just kind of turned out to be a good match, and I think it's a I won't say indictment that's a strong word, but Ian Kennedy has kind of struggled to start camp. He would have been the veteran guy. I still don't think he makes the roster, but um, especially with Smith. I mean, Smith definitely checks the, the the veteran box. What what does the opening day rotation look like? Well, I mean, it, it looks like it's supposed to look like, <laughs> uh, assuming everybody makes it to, makes it there. You know, Degrom, uh, Evaldi, Heaney, Perez, and Gray in some order. I would think Martin Perez gets the opening day start just because of what he did last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also he's also going to be with Team Venezuela for <clears throat> potentially two two or three weeks. So the Rangers may not have their hands around him yet. But um, hey, hey, Jeff, what do what do MLB GMs think about the World Baseball deal? I mean, when you got guys leaving camp to go play, I mean, are they okay with it privately? Uh, privately, probably not. Um, you know, they you know, like Chris Young was a player. And, you know, I'm sure that he was never on, uh, he might've been on the radar. I mean, he was, he was, he was a pretty good pitcher at times, but, um, and, and he says he supports the players going out and doing that. So he understands it from the player side, but they also pulled Jose Leclerc back with, you know, he's got a little neck strain or whatever, who knows? He might've just slept wrong, you know, and, <laughs> but it, it seems that it seems like, executives and teams are looking for any excuse to keep their guys from going. And so um, I think that was one of those, those cases. I mean, he pitched like two days after his, his neck started hurting and he's reported no issues since. So um, I just think that they're playing it very cautious, but also kind of looking for excuses. Is that mainly because of the timing of the world baseball classic, right, right, right in the middle of spring training? Yeah. And you know, and he, you know, they're they're in two sites in in the United States at least, and then uh, Prez and, and Leclerc would have had to fly across the country to Miami, and I don't know. Maybe they thought sitting on a plane would have wouldn't have been good for them. I, I don't know what 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 the thinking was, but um, it, and and the timing is bad. I mean, <clears throat> this is a team. This, you know, Leclerc had Tommy John surgery two years ago. He came back last year, was better at the end of the year. <clears throat> this is his first full year back from that. So maybe they just want to keep monitoring him. I'm sure they do want to keep monitoring him. 
but and, and he is going to be a key part of, of the bullpen. But still, I think that uh, this one was could have could have could have been overcome without any issues. When you when you look at this this let's just stick with the rotation. When you look at this rotation, if somebody fails or falters early, who gets that first opportunity down on the farm? Who, who's who's down at Round Rock that's ready to go, or maybe Frisco? I tell you, the, the another guy to answer the the Chase Lee question, the question, your first question, Cole Reagans has had a fantastic camp. Uh, he's he's added velocity. He's thrown a lot of strikes. Uh, he's just been very, very good. He wanted to work on the strike zone this offseason. You know, he came up last year and was uh, not in it enough, and he he just he's he's been very good. And so he's kind of he's not going to be in the rotation, but he's he has kind of made them think if he could be a good multiple innings reliever. Um, so he might be the first guy up if he doesn't make the team. You know, just because he's been he's been so good. But there's also going to be Dane Dunning and Glenn Otto who. Made a bunch of starts last year. Um, Jake Odorizzi, who who's a veteran, but he's probably going to be in the bullpen. So they have depth that they haven't had in, in recent years. And so, I mean, that's that's four guys right there off the top of my head. And uh, I couldn't have named you four guys going into going into last season who are AAA who, who would have been good options. Visiting with uh, Jeff Wilson. Jeff, we 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 know about the Astros. What about the rest of the division? What are the Rangers up against in 2023? Yeah, well, I mean, the Mariners are, are a good darn team. You know, they were they made the playoffs last year, ended ended their long playoff drought. Um, they they ran into the Astros early, so that that kind of <laughs> that kind of ended their season pretty quickly. But you know, they're they're the same team. They probably got better, honestly. So you know, Seattle's going to be tough. The, the Angels <sighs> on paper got better, but you can say that about the angels the last five years, uh, but they do have the two best players in the world. And I mean, that's, <laughs> that should be, that should be a pretty good starting point. Uh, but they really worked on their bullpen. I thought that, that they did a nice job there. The A's are going to be terrible. So, um, but it's a tough division. I mean, you know, people say the AL East is tough and the NL East is tough. They are, they are, but the ALS, the ALS is right there with them. And uh, I think that with, with the Astros and the Mariners and, the Angels, it's going to be really, really tough. The good news is that the schedule's kind of changed, so you don't have to play those teams 19 times. Uh, so, so that's good. I think it's about 12 or 13 times. And hey, those uh, that, that's a big deal. You know, when, when you're trying to win a division against teams that you can't beat, playing them less is a good thing. All right, I'm gonna. <laughs> I said I wouldn't ask this, but I'm going to anyway because you're the guy that would know. You're you're, you're at that ballpark more than anybody that I know. Uh, when you do, you like the ballpark. I mean, just in general, do you like the ball? I know we we love 72 degrees in, in August. I get that, but do you like the ballpark? Uh, I I I I do for the most part. I, I think they. You know, I, I don't know why. You know, you, a lot, a lot of, a lot was made of those ballparks in the that were built in the, the '60s and the '70s that were symmetrical and and you know the outfield was a, a nice long flat curve. You know, I, I don't know what's wrong with that. I don't know why you have to have outfield walls that have little nooks and crannies and cause crazy bounces. And I mean, it's not just the Rangers; everybody's guilty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can find flaws with with the ballpark, but for the mo- for the most part. It's it's really good. It's 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 state of the art. 
Um, it's the, the, the surface is, is, it's a good plain surface. It's not grass. I get that. Um, I would prefer grass and, <laughs> but, uh, these, these domes that have the grass, it's a disaster. That's why you're seeing like the diamondbacks went away from it. I, I wouldn't be surprised that the Astros could go away from it, but they keep the roof open a lot. But anyway, um, I, I do like the ballpark. I, I really do. I think it's, I think it's a good park. I think it's, it's, uh, fair to hitters and pitchers and, and I, I, I just can't get over the roof. I mean, I love the roof. I love 72. <laughs> the thing I love the most, the thing I love the most is no rain delays and no rain outs. Yeah. That's you know, a fact. that day when you go to the ballpark, when there's, when there's a game on the schedule, it's going to get played. And, and for us and coming from Waco, a hundred miles away. Yeah. I mean, sure. uh, that's, that's, that's a big deal. It sometimes, and I don't know, maybe it's just me. Sometimes it it feels like it's a little dark in there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, I, I get that. I do. And, um, you know, they have the, the fancy lights that everybody has now that you can just turn on and off like a, like you're at your house. But <laughs> um, it, it does sometimes seem a little dark. Yeah. I, I will, I will, I will give you that. All right, I was just curious because we've we've had that conversation in this building on several occasions, and I just you know I said who who's at the ballpark more than Jeb? Nobody. Uh, all right, uh, what, I know you're headed back out to Surprise. What are what are you looking to work on, and what are you looking to see on this trip to Surprise? Uh, what is this? Your second or third trip to to spring training? Second, second of three, yeah. Yeah. So what what are you looking for on this trip? Well, my minor league camp is starting uh, has started this week, um, and. And I know that the the big league team is is pretty pretty much set in the rotation and everything, but there are there are some pitchers who I want to see. Dane Acker, who's from Texas, I think he's from Brenham. Uh, ended up uh, his last college season was at Oklahoma. He, he apparently is just blowing everybody's doors off. I want to see uh, Brock Porter, the the fourth round pick, who should have been a first rounder. Uh, he's been out there for two months getting ready for the season. Uh, and then, then there, there are position players like uh, Thomas at JC. There are some some international signees who are young and and you know very high, highly regarded. So this this trip is going to be kind of a focus on on the minor leagues. I mean, I'm still going to cover <laughs> cover the big league team, obviously, but uh, there's a lot more to do now that that minor league camp has started, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, the, the player development is kind of a nerdy thing. I always thought uh, early on in the beat, but you know, you can't you can't win without a good farm system, and it's interesting to see these guys who are, in some cases, 16 when they sign, 16 and 18 year olds, and just kind of watch them grow and and change and develop. So, uh, I'll be zeroing in on them this this trip. Uh, keep an eye on the big league team, of course, because Jacob Degrom supposed to supposed to face hitters on Wednesday, so we want to we want to see that too. Is he on pace? Is he where he's supposed to be in in in, in camp as he gets ready? To- for uh, for the start of the season, I mean he's probably a little bit behind, but you know he doesn't need to go out and throw nine innings on opening day or the, the you know the first two starts of the season. If he can give him, if he can give him five or six good innings those first two times out, uh, they'll they'll take that. Sounds good. Hey, what are you working on for Rangers today? Uh, just you know the spring training stuff. Uh, we, we've got the podcast that that if you guys aren't familiar with it's it's pretty darn good we always have really good guests each week and um you can get that on youtube or various uh you know the spotify's and the apple podcasts if you're a listener and not a watcher but 
uh, we got that, and you know, it's, it's it's a fun time because we've got some some potential other shows coming up that we might try to do. So I'm kind of transitioning here a little bit, guys. I'm I'm still always going to write, but I'm kind of becoming a a multimedia giant over well, here. Well, look at you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So how can they? You know, I know you do you do a couple of different versions of Rangers today. How can they get that top end? Yeah. Okay. So. It's it's a it's subscription based. You can sign up for free, but all you get is the the daily newsletter. You don't get the the, the good stuff. And and to subscribe to get the good stuff, it's five ninety nine a month, thirty five for six months, or sixty for a year. Uh, every story gets emailed to you. Uh, you don't even have to go to the website. Though our sponsors would like you to. And um, you know, it's it's good stuff. It's right there for you. Rangers today. Hey Jeff, thanks. Uh, have a safe trip to to Surprise, and look forward to hearing from you again. All right, fellas, we'll do it again soon. All right, have a great day. That's Jeff Wilson from Rangers Today. It's 8-15. We're 15 after 8. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. So the other day when we were talking about whatever it was I was talking about, it's Thursday, <laughs> so we went into axe throwing. This was invented in the Middle Ages, I'm sure, across the ocean. 100 miles In the Middle more. East or Middle Asia. Middle Asia. Asia. Where, is the that? Where, where exactly is that? In the middle. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> Isn't it in the middle of the world? Kind of depends. Depends on where the earth is turning. Yeah, because it changes, right? <laughs> Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for your money in a cup of joe on Apple and Spotify. Clayo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. 
No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, take 19, 19 after 8 o'clock. This is game time. What is a brass monkey? That funky monkey. That funky monkey. <laughs> you don't know what it is either. It's Just, that. You don't. That. Funky monkey. That funky monkey. Whose song is this? Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. Who? Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. One of Ryan's <sighs> favorites. In love Lord's, in mine. Love me some Beastie Boys. No, you don't. Yes, I <laughs> got in his truck the other day. He, 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 he followed me over to someplace. And I got in his truck, and he's like listening to Hank Williams Sr. and Porter Wagoner. And I'm telling you, I said, are you 20-something or are you 90-something? Were you really? I've, I listen to everything. He does. Just because just kind of, I listen to Hank Williams Sr. doesn't mean I don't enjoy some Beastie of, Boys. What's that word I'm looking for? Diversified? He kind of likes I listen it all. to everything. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Anyways. Everything. Good so. morning, Tom. How are you? Do I? How are you? I'm looking, good. I'm you're good. looking good today. Been what, jogging. No. Uh, you look good. <laughs> I was out jogging, though. So, anyway. Beautiful morning. Ah, it is. Good stuff. Going to have a good day, Tater. Going to be in the 80s. <laughs> Y'all remember that? Was that from uh, Cars? No. The movie Cars, Tater? No. Tomater. 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 They call me Tater, tater salad. salad. I don't even know what that's from. The my favorite stand-up comedian. Oh. Ron White. Ron, oh. Ronald White. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> he calls his son Tater. <laughs> tater Tot. Tater Tot. Now, that's cute, calling your little kid. Come on, Tater Tot. That's cute. <laughs> so, it's just Come on, tater, tater for short. Let's just start calling tater. Ryan. Let's go, Tater Tot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. You're going to start calling <laughs> me that now? Yeah. Um, so, you know, this week is spring break for a lot of people. And I was like, oh, where are all the cars in Waco today? Well, it's spring break. Is it really? Yes. Oh. You didn't know? Yeah, I knew. Okay. Anyway, so I started going through the Googles. I'm like, you know, college kids go off. Did you get a week off when you were in school for spring break? Yes. Did you really? Yes. Did you not? Tom was the only one that didn't, I guess. No. Well, you're older than me. I can't. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. But yeah, we got a whole week. But the thing is, is. It was normally like towards the end of March, beginning of April. It wasn't like we got a couple of days at, at Easter, but we didn't get we no, didn't so get we a week. We got a week, and then like 
the Good Friday off before Easter. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But I'm sorry, man. Go take a week off. No, that's what I told you. Go take him. a spring break. <laughs> that's why we got out of school in May and not in not July. We still got out of school in May. Okay. Go so ahead. I don't know. Anyways. What about it? So, you know, kids are off on their spring break vacations right now. You want to know what the number one game is among college kids right now that they do during spring break? And no, it's not quarters. Hacky sack? Shot glass roulette. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what they do is you have an actual roulette table. Yeah. Okay. And around the table are shot glasses. So you you get up into two teams, your red team, your black team. The first two are up. Yes. What is it? A dice or a ball or something? You pick your number. And you throw the ball, and if it lands on your number, the other guy has to drink if the shot glass. If it lands on the other person, you have to drink the shot glass. If not, you both have to drink it. We here at ESPN do not encourage that. <laughs> I do not encourage that. But you could do it with apple juice. Yeah, there you go. You could do it with apple juice or orange juice, but um, do it with cranberry juice. that healthy? It is. It keeps your insides All right. cleaned out. But anyways, so that's, I think it's kind of fun. I think we should go find a roulette table, bring it in here to the office, put the shot glasses around and we can put like apple juice in it or cranberry juice. We can do it while we're riding camels that we were supposed to ride this week. I have not gotten a hold of Mr. Bomb yet. You haven't called him. I did call him Friday. You did? Mm -hmm. And if you called me back, I didn't get it. But I'll try calling him again today, but we got to wait till Ward's back so we can all go together and enjoy this. We can get that. Roulette table. The, the roulette table, $21 on Amazon. There you really? go. Really? But not is it bad. a small one or is it's it a, like an actual it's, size well, it's one? Not, it's not like an actual size table. It's a small one. I think it'd but be kind of get, fun. get the full table, I would assume that'd be like a couple hundred bucks probably. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun. Anyway, I would I'd, love to do that. I think it'd be fun. I think it would be fun. We could have like night of, a day of Vegas here at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be fun, Tom. That's illegal. Really gambling? Oh, we're, we're not faking it. Oh, it's come on. We're all competitive in here. It'd be fun to see who right. could win. Now I don't know how to play poker or anything like oh, that. Oh, then we'll play that. You don't know how to play poker? No, I don't know what a full house I, is. I, and a, I didn't. I know what a two of a kind is. It's when like the same suit. Right. A full house is when there's a lot of people in your house. That's true. <laughs> that's that happens house. at your it's house also, at Christmas. Yeah. It's also a television show. Uh, yeah. Oh, brother. Anyways, that's all I got today. I thought that was kind of cool and fun. If your kids are out there on spring break, do not like encourage mine, the consumption. I am not. Con- I'm not. I'm encouraging the game. I think it would be fun to play. Just play with apple a juice. Family night. Family, family night. night. <laughs> family night. Hey, with the kids. <laughs> Here's some Jack Daniels. Let's no, roll. <laughs> no, 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 no. You yeah, can do it with Kool Aid. Oh, okay. Or those, you know, those little pouch things they have these days. Oh, Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Yeah, be fun. Oh, look how quickly he knew what that was. <laughs> oh, that's what I thing. He went, "Hey, Capri Sun." Mm-hmm. Well, that's tater tot that's for you. <laughs> that's the good stuff. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> well, are you happy that the Cowboys are putting the franchise tag on Tony Pollard? Who would you put it on? I don't really care. <laughs> I really, I just, I used to be like the biggest Cowboy fan ever. But since they keep losing all the time and not going to a championship, I just don't You're care. a fair weather fan? Yeah, yep. Oh. Sure am. And what about them Rangers? Same thing. I don't know how they're going to do well, this. The Rangers are going to win it all that's and you're you not going to be on board, so. That's what you keep saying, but I don't know. We're the conductors of that train. 
Well, I'm telling you, I'm a big fan. I'm going for the Astros personally. Boo. They have prettier uniforms. That's not true. Well, no, I like the Rangers because it's red, white, and blue, but I like the Astros too. Plus, didn't they? You like their powder blue? Yeah, I do. It's pretty. It's in my color well. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to go. Why do I always have like this itch when we're through with this? I don't know. It's, it might brighten up your day. Don't be lying. Go (laughs) sell something. Do something different and go sell something. Okay. All right. Have a good day. See you. Go sell something, Steph. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears open play in Kansas City in the Big 12 tournament Thursday against Iowa State. 11 a.m. for the countdown to tip off. 11.30 tip off Thursday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu. A delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. This is ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. According to the latest JUCO National Softball Poll, MCC has the seventh best team in the nation. 
Unfortunately, they are only the third best in Texas behind number one Grayson and number four Odessa. McLennan Highlanders went toe-to-toe with San Jacinto for 10 innings before losing 9-8. The Highlanders are now 8-1 in one-run games this season, and that's their first extra innings loss. Baylor baseball is at home tonight hosting Dallas Baptist. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN reports that running back Tony Pollard has received the Cowboys franchise tag. He rushed for over 1,000 yards this past season for the first time in his career. Justin Turner needed 16 stitches after he was hit in the face by a pitch during Monday's spring training game. A scan and an x-ray revealed no other damage. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. It's 831. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ryan, glad to have you with us as we uh, roll through a Tuesday. We're going to talk some UMHB basketball. We welcome into the program Coach Cliff Carroll. Coach, good morning. How are we doing this morning? Man, we I've been up. We, I've got a nine-month-old little baby girl, and we've been, been listening to some Mike and the Moon Pies and dancing <laughs> and talking. and So it, it's, a, it's a great morning so far. Hey, have you seen Mike and the Moon Pies in person? Oh, they're unbelievable. Let me tell you, when I was out at Sol Ross and Alpine, yeah. they came out to play at the Railroad Blues, <laughs> and me and my vice president, Butch Worley, uh, went out early and, and was having a few Dr. Peppers, you know, and, and we listened to their sound check, and they were unbelievable. So we just hung around all day, got to hang out with them and go on the bus and and, uh, and watch that show that night. Man, that, they are incredible. Yeah, we saw them. I guess last summer down at, um, I think, it, yeah, Green Hall. We saw him at Green Hall. Uh, put on a tremendous show. Tremendous show. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that'd be a good one right there. I promise. All right. Uh, let. Hey, are have you come down off the high from uh, from the from the other day when when you get that that buzzer beater against East Texas? Well, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw my reaction, but I wasn't all that excited about it. You know, like I'm just trying to make sure that the referee's going to count it, and then. Uh, you know, and, and, and I want to make sure we had the ball, you know, the game ball. So, uh, you know, I want, I want to make sure Josiah had that game ball. So, you know, those those are my two things. I, I let the kids uh, celebrate it, man. We, we uh, yeah, I just want to make sure that the referees going go count it good. What got you to that point to where you, uh, you, you get that, uh, you get that big key shot? Uh, you know, it, it was an incredible game. Both teams, East Texas Baptist and us, you know, they came down and, and, and hit, you know, essentially two game-winning shots, you know. They, they come down and run a play and get a three, and then we come back and get some free throws, and then they go down and run another play and get another three. Then, you know, at 11 seconds, we called a timeout. And, uh, and, and you can appreciate this. So we're sitting in the timeout and, you know, talking about what we're going to run. And, of course, I got Joe Johnson. We got everybody in the gym. Everybody in the world knows where the ball's going, right? So uh, I just look at Joe and say, hey, man, what, what do you want? What do you want to run? So, um, he called this play, and then about that time, the guy who runs the music in the gym hit hit my theme song. Man, like I I, I like theme music, you know. Like I, you know, when you walk around town, you want something to walk around to, you know. So yeah, like, Peso Blanco by the Quaker City Nighthawks is my theme song, right? And uh, and so they it, it goes all during the timeout. I look at the boys and say, Hey, man, we, we can't lose now, man. They hit my theme music, you know. So that gave us a little levity right there. They, they kind of laughed and. Uh, they got out there and danced a little bit, and then you know we ran the play, and and uh, you know Josiah hit the shot. So uh, it was a great moment. It's a moment I'll never forget. 
But I told the guys, I said, listen, we can't, you know, we have four more games, got two more weekends. We we don't need to let this shot in this moment define our season, man. Let's let's have another one. Let's have another moment. Let's keep going. So, uh, yeah, it was a great moment, a great night. But like I said, we we have more moments ahead of us, hopefully. And, you know, we'll head out to Virginia and see if we can capture one. And that's what I was going to ask you. You're now 23-5. and five. How do you – not that you don't want to learn from – that, that nice win over East Texas. But how do you put that one kind of in the back seat and, and get ready to, to go play again uh, on Friday? Yeah, the, you know, this is the benefit of having a team that's done this, right? So we did it last year. And, you know, the kids know what's at stake. And they know that, that there's greater challenges ahead of us because we faced them last year, you know. So uh, essentially return the, the same team that I had last year. So, you know, these guys are experienced and they know what to, what to expect and, you know, so it's, it's it's not going to be any big thing to jump on a plane and go out there and play a really good team in Christopher Newport. So, um, you know, I think that's where our experience is going to come in and help us. What about Christopher Newport? Uh, give us a, a scouting report on this club and, and what you'll face Friday night uh, against this team. Yeah, I mean, they're really good. You know, they, they uh, you know, like us, they return, you know, pretty much everybody from the lead eight team. They got a really good big kid in the middle and Trey Barber just – just a big, strong, physical postman that, you know, when 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 he gets to his spot, he's going to score. You just can't stop him. He's he's that strong. He just he just has a, a turnovers left shoot, turnovers left shoulder, right hook, um, you know, a little hook shot that you can't stop. And and so we're going to do a good job, you know, playing him early and keeping him out of his positioning. And you know, they have kind of a hybrid guard forward in John Hines. It's just really dynamic and really good. Um, you know, but we, we face guys like this before, you know, like this team reminds me a little bit of Harden Simmons, you know, it reminds me a little bit of, of East Texas Baptist, you know, I mean, these two teams that, you know, that, that, <laughs> that we've won and lost to, you know, so hopefully, uh, you know, it, it won't overwhelm us, but we won't overwhelm them. You know, I mean, it's going to be a great matchup of two really good teams, good athletic teams. It's going to be a lot of fun basketball. Visiting with Cliff Carroll, the head coach of the uh, University of Mary Harden Baylor Crusaders, as they continue on in Division Three playoffs. Coach, for, for our listeners who don't understand, kind of walk us through the format. How, how did you get two games with Shriner and East Texas at home, the first two rounds, and then now you're on the road? How, how does that all work, and how did how did how did how did we get here? Yeah, so so we have a 64 team tournament, just like you know Division One. I, I guess Division One's a 68 now. They got the playing games, but you know, like the old school that we all love, 6014 Division One tournament. It's kind of the same thing. So you, you get you get into the tournament by winning your league, and you get the automatic qualifier, or you get the at-large bid. So we lost to Harden Simmons in the semifinals of the American Southwest Conference tournament. So we had to get in through the at-large process. So now you you take it, and they have all these quirky rules about, um, you know, who can play who, right? So. Uh, if you're more than 500 miles from from the host site, right? They determine the host sites, but uh, out here in Texas, it's kind of crazy because nobody can drive here but Texas schools. So we had four Texas schools qualify for the tournament, so they just put us all in one pod. Seating, it wasn't very fair, you know. Like St. Thomas having to play East Texas Baptist in the first round would like. You know, I mean, just imagine if, if if you had Kansas State and Baylor had to play each other in the first round of the NCAA tournament. It's just, it's not fair. But um, because of geography, because we're 500 miles away from everybody else, we had to play each other. So that that's kind of why we got to host, um, you know, 
facility, you know, having a good facility that can seat everybody. Um, and in, then our history of running good tournaments helped us also. So the national committee trusted us to host these, this Texas pod and give these kids uh, a great experience. And, and I think we did. We had great crowds, uh, electric crowds. Every team traveled well. Every team had good representation in the crowd. And uh, it was just two really good nights of basketball. When you host, correct me if I'm wrong, even though you're hosting, you almost got to treat it like it's a neutral site. Like your admin is hosting the tournament and you're from the players and coaches perspective, you're a participant and it's kind of like two different things almost, isn't it? Yeah, no, you have to cover up all your, like, like, you know, Dr. Pepper is a, is a sponsor of ours. So we had to cover up all the Dr. Pepper signs because they're not affiliated with the NCAA. Um, you know, our, our PA announcer can't get excited about our shots, you know, like he has to be neutral, like things like that. You know, it's, NCAA just they, they get a little they get a little squirrely sometimes you know this common sense goes out the window you know but but I've, I've learned this if you ever have a question as to why the NCAA does something about ninety nine point nine percent of the time you can just point to money right so like you know follow the money you'll get your answer busy with Cliff Carroll the head coach of UMHB coach uh, uh, again what a, what a great run when you look when you look at this team, when you started this thing, this journey back in November, is this where you expected this team to be or have they overachieved? I mean, where are you with your club right now? No, we absolutely expected this. You know, we, we returned um, 92% of our scoring and 93% of our rebounding from a team that had a 15 point lead in the first half of the lead eight game that we lost, you know? So we knew how good we should be, right? Like we knew we should be right back here. You know, and, and our expectation, you know, I mean, just quite frankly, was to win a national championship. So, um, you know, anything short of that was, you know, not disappointing, but that, that's that's what, uh, that's what we're shooting for. So we come out, we're ranked number two in the country to start the season and then get beat in the first game. And it wasn't just getting beat. Like, we got whipped, you know, like, like Claremont Mud Scripts really took us out behind the shed. So, um, so we kind of dealt with some adversity there and, you know, just – the change in mindset from, from being a team that's trying to climb the mountain to the team that's already been there and having to do it again is just different. You know, the difference between the hunter and the hunted, you know. So uh, we kind of struggled with that a little bit. So we took some losses that maybe we shouldn't have. But I think in the long run, it helped us. It, it refocused us. It humbled us. It, um, you know, it, it gave us a little sense of, of um, you know, humility. And, and we talk a lot about power and humility, you know, the, the – you know, staying humble in situations can really be powerful. So, um, so some of these losses that we've taken, you know, I think a lot of people look at it and go, well, what's wrong with Mary Harden Baylor, you know? And, but, but I think it's all part of the process and the growing process and understanding, you know, what our, our, our journey is going to be. And, and, you know, so, so we're right back here in the sweet 16 again, um, just like we were last year. And hopefully, you know, we, we can, we can get out there and get two wins this year instead of just, you know, the one and done. So. And this may be an unfair question, but where do you turn for offense? If if Josiah's having an off night, where do you turn for offense? Is it Prince? So Ty Prince averages 18, you know. And I I think one of the the big tragedies in Division III basketball is that Ty Prince really doesn't get his due. You know, if if he's on any other team in the country, he's probably a, you know, first or second team All-American, but, you know, he's – kind of in, in Josiah's shadows, you know, a little bit. So Ty Prince is a unique player. I mean, he's got size and skill. And, you know, 
when he's really locked in, he, he's a he's a, a load for teams to to guard. So, um, you know, obviously those two guys are kind of two-headed monster, but really, you know, we, we've got a very balanced team. You know, we've had different guys kind of step up and be that third guy, whether it be Peyton Brooks or DJ Kane or Luke Feely's kind of our third leading scorer. Kyle Wright really stepped up. You know, you go back and think about our, our game at Harden-Simmons with Josiah Johnson. You know, he dies for a loose ball, and a guy kind of just lands on his head, and he's got to go back to the back and get stitches, right? So, you know, this is a big-time road conference game with big implications, and, and we got Josiah Johnson back there for seven minutes getting stitches in his head. Kyle Wright, during those seven minutes, stepped up and scored 12 points, you know? So uh, so we have guys that can step up. We have guys that, that really are talented kids, you know, and, and um, you know, that's just kind of the, the greatness of Josiah Johnson is that everybody in the gym understands that, hey, man, this is our best chance of, you know, th- this guy can get a bucket, so we're going to give him every chance. But, you know, when he's got an off night or, or he can't do it, you know, other guys can step up. So we got a, a very talented team and, and, you know, a lot of confident kids that can score. All right, finally, Coach, uh, Mary Harden-Baylor beats Christopher Newport University because? Man, we're going to have to uh, really defend our rim and rebound, and, and uh, you know, I, I think we'll probably have to shoot the ball pretty well, you know, so uh, uh, they're a really good team. It's going to be it's going to be a, a, a great challenge for us, but, you know, that's why we're here, man. If I wanted to play Cupcake University, we, we you know, <laughs> we'd go find somewhere else to play. That's Radio Rear's not going to let us do that, you know. We're going to have to play the best and beat the best, and uh, we expect to to be a, a big dogs in Division Three basketball. And, and uh, you know, like I always say, man, I'm, I'm chasing Coach Drew, man. I got to give me a, a national championship, man. I can't let him show me up like that, right? So, uh, <laughs> uh, so um, you know. We're at a special place, and this is a special uh, part of the country, and our community really supports us. And, you know, we're just going to go out and try to make everybody proud. Hey, Coach, thanks. Best of luck to you this weekend, and uh, and, and, and we wish you all the best. Thanks so much for being with hey, us. Give my best award, man. We're thinking about him and his family. All right. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. That is uh, that is uh, Coach Cliff Carroll, head coach of UMHP. I love talking to him. I mean, look, he, he's – he just tells it like he like he sees it. I mean, you know, his he he wants that national championship, and and uh, they're in a position to go get it. They're in the Sweet Sixteen, and it begins with Christopher Newport on Friday night. Excellent music taste as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. See, you didn't know that we were going to get into Mike and Moon Pie's no. conversation. <laughs> no, you I don't did not. know that on this show, but that's kind of where we went. I mean, he he's he's a big Mike and the Moon Pies fan, and, and honestly, year and a half ago, I didn't know who they were. But, man, I've listened. Oh, good stuff. Well, I'm telling you, some good stuff from Mike of the Moon Pies. All right, it is uh, 845. This is game time. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. And uh, right now, man, you could, during truck month, you can get some great deals going on over at Alan Samuels at 201 West Loop 340. That's just down from Highway 84. Ted Teague and his staff ready to help you uh, get into that uh, that that vehicle that you have uh, you've had it on your mind. You've been thinking about it. We're talking about uh, the impressive uh, truck, the Ram truck with with uh, outstanding towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, a smooth ride, and a luxury feel interior design. And it's, I mean, it's all in one package with the Ram truck. So check them out today. They've got a great, uh, great deal going on right now. They can, you know what? And here's the thing. Maybe you've, and I can't imagine this happens, but maybe you go to Alan Samuels and you, I don't see the color I want. It's got this truck's got every all the bells, all the whistles, everything I want, but it doesn't have 
the color I want on, on, on the lot. Well, they can help you build that vehicle. That's right. You can go online, and uh, they can they you can customize a, a a new truck, a car, an SUV, a van, and uh, and, and do it right there at allensamuelsdcj.com. And you can do it at home. You can do it in the store. You can do whatever. It's it's a cool feature. So check that out as well. Two hundred one West Loop three forty. Ted Teague and his staff ready to see you. If you got a question about a vehicle, seven seven two one thousand. That's seven seven two one thousand for Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Uh, check him out online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. Baylor Bear Softball, all season long on 101.3 FM. It's on to the Long Beach Cal State Fullerton Tournament for Glenn Moore and Baylor Softball. Five games in four days beginning on Wednesday and running through Saturday for Baylor Softball. Join Jared Brown for Baylor Bear Softball. On 101.3 FM. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. I'm your host, Jay. It's time to answer those listener questions, so let's get to the email inbox. Our first letter is from Misty, and Misty writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my husband? He bought a new truck, which he loves, but he insists we load the entire family into the truck and go to the soccer games on Saturdays. Here's the problem. He won't cover that bed. We pull up to the soccer fields with a completely naked truck bed in front of all those children. It's just so embarrassing. I sit away from all the other mothers in the stands, but he just won't buy a cover. He says it will cut into his hunting budget. What can I do? Dear Misty, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on all bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to 20% off, and it will keep all his hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take him down Lake Here Drive and have him pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I'm laying on the floor. Why? I am so fat from eating lunch. Why can't tacos be good for you? That is the mystery of the universe, isn't it? Well, the mystery is how did I eat that many tacos? I'm really plump. Well, I think uh, maybe the question of the day should be about foundation repair and not tacos. I like tacos. Okay, but we can help you with foundation repair. Or if you have tacos. So give us a call, 254-235-4922. I like extra cheese. Or fixitjimmy.com. And tacos. It's not even Tuesday. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select BX Series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. According to the latest JUCO National Softball Poll, MCC has the seventh best team in the nation. Unfortunately, they are only the third best in Texas behind number one Grayson and number four Odessa. McLennan Highlanders went toe-to-toe with San Jacinto for 10 innings before losing 9-8. The Highlanders are now 8-1 in one-run games this season, and that's their first extra innings loss. Baylor baseball is at home tonight hosting Dallas Baptist. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN reports that running back Tony Pollard has received the Cowboys franchise tag. He rushed for over 1,000 yards this past season for the first time in his career. Justin Turner needed 16 stitches after he was hit in the face by a pitch during Monday's spring training game. A scan and an x-ray revealed no other damage. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley is coming your way at four. John Morris at three today. John's going to have Hoot Johnny get on the program. Plus, I think this will be cool. Uh, Henry Howard will be uh, on the program to give an update on the Foster Pavilion and in uh, the construction update. So that'll be good stuff. So there you go. Uh, looks like uh, it, it maybe hold. Uh, maybe we'll have uh, Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley program tomorrow. So uh, we'll we'll look for that. Uh, uh, or maybe maybe that was yesterday. I don't know. Uh, Matt's Matt's text. I, I don't know. But we will have uh, we will have Hoot Jonigan from Baylor Softball on the uh, John Moore Show today. All right, a uh, couple of things here from the CNC Collision Center text line. I love this. Uh, let's see. We'll start here. Uh, Brass Monkey, remember I said, what is Brass Monkey? Well, Brass Monkey is a is a very potent adult beverage, first made <laughs> in the late 80s. When consumed, it will make you act like a monkey. All right, thank you very much. And uh, <laughs> Grumpy says, ESPN drinking game, every time you hear the word Campbell, you have to take a shot. <laughs> so there you go. And finally, something serious from the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, this is from the uh, 469 area code. I want Tony Pollard no matter what it takes. And let Zeke go. Draft a back, trade for a back, or free agency. He doesn't care. Uh, whatever you got to do. But he wanted Tony Pollard. So, And you got Tony Pollard. They put the franchise tag on Pollard, and he, it looks like he's going to be around at least one more year. Yeah, and I, I think if you ask most people that follow the Cowboys or support the Cowboys, I think if you ask them, would you rather have – is Ezekiel Elliott or Tony Pollard going into the season? I think most people would say Tony Pollard. But I'll tell you this. A couple of guys in this building 
have said that they want neither because, number one, they think Zeke has, has reached the peak. They think they're, they're worried about Tony Pollard's injury, and that's a fair. Yeah. And, and they're looking at drafting a running back. That's, I mean, that was what a couple of them in this building preferred. Prefer to, to you know, just kind of scrap it and, and go, go draft. And I don't know. I, I just, I know you know what you got in, in a healthy Tony Pollard. And, and that's, that's where I would lean. I would lean towards Tony Pollard. Are they rolling the dice? Maybe. You know, if, if Pollard's not 100%, you know, when, when the season rolls around, then you got some problems. But surely they've done their due diligence, and every doctor that they could possibly find to talk to has told them that Tony Pollard will be 100% and healthy and ready to go when uh, – when the season rolls around. So Tony Potter gets the franchise tag. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, Again, John's up at three, Matt's at four. We'll see you tomorrow at seven.